welcome to another episode of The Creative Steam with Amanda Cohen from Creative Women's Mastermind. Thank you for listening to this episode today, which is all about how to price your services. Now, as you may or may not know, I'm from an events background. I started off freelancing. I had my own events company and then I went into coaching online and now I have a membership, although I am starting to coach again as well. So I have lots of experience, hence why I wanted to do this podcast for you, because I think it's a real sticking point, actually, for entrepreneurs and freelancers, coaches, consultants, however you label yourself. When you need to price your services, it can be very tricky and you can feel like you get stuck in the mud and sometimes you can't move forward. So I'm going to dive right in. I don't want to make this the longest podcast in the world. So first things first, hands up. If you've been on the struggle bus and my hand is up, I've got both hands up, in fact. Of course, we've all been on the struggle bus, right? But also, keep your hands up if you want to be on the abundant bus. Yes, of course you do. Of course you want to be on the abundant bus. Who wouldn't want to be on the abundant bus? Bear with me and just indulge me for a second. Okay, I know I'm a bit crazy, but it's fun. The struggle bus. Trust me, I have been the bloody driver of that bus in my time. I have been the driver, I've been in the middle and I've been moving towards the back and finally I'm on the abundant bus and I'm bringing you with me whether you like it or not. So my question to you is, where are you on the struggle bus? Are you the driver? Are you in the passenger seat? Are you in the middle? Are you towards the back getting onto the abundant bus? Yes, come on, come on. Are you with the ticket collector? Are you outside with one foot on the abundant bus, passing your ticket over. Come on, (laughs) you can do it. It's a bit of a fun exercise, but actually there's a bit of seriousness to it. I want you to realise and know where you are in your financial money mindset. Are you on the struggle bus? Are you on the abundant bus? Are you in between? Because money mindset plays a huge part in making it to the abundant bus. It plays a huge part in valuing your time, charging your worth and pricing your services. Emotions get in the way. You can feel awkward. The shitty committee start up in your head. The self-doubt starts. The lack of confidence seeps in. And I know because I've been there. And the committee starts saying things like, who's going to pay this? But it's not your job. It is not your job to work out the how. It is your job, however, to work on your money mindset, increase your vibration and not worry about the how. It is not your job. And I come on to that later in the episode. So with that, the first tip for me that really helped and was what, hence why I'm sharing it with you, is to separate you from your business. And I know when I was coaching, I was leading with the name Amanda Kerrin. And, and I just had a really tough time differentiating between me as a person and me as the leader of this business, I had to make it separate. I had to make the business separate from who I was. I was too emotionally attached to it. My heart and soul were going into it and I was becoming crushed, I guess, because things weren't working and I became crushed as a person as well. And it really helps to try and separate your business from you as a person. Now, you may be different to me. So how do you do that? So what worked for me actually was separating it and having time out from amandakerrin.com. And actually, I've started Creative Women's Mastermind. So A, that helped, but actually that, that didn't come from that necessarily. But how you can change and how you can change your sort of interaction, I guess, with your business, your your view of your business, your judgment of your business, all those negative things that you're feeling about your business 
Start to think of it as a character that you can play and have fun with and do all the things that you like to do and use it as your platform for good. And that really did help me. And you don't have to be so emotionally intertwined with it with your heart and soul. So I highly recommend that. Do try and separate yourself from your business. It does help. Tip number two, write a list of all your experience and skills throughout your career. And yes, I mean your entire career. I don't just mean in your business so far. I mean the job that you started when you were 14, 16, 18, whatever. Go through your CV, go through LinkedIn and pick out all those skills and all that experience, including your personable skills, your people skills and your characteristics. They all build a picture of how you can help somebody. Tip number three, get realistic. And this is super important. And yes, it may seem really obvious. In fact, some of these may seem really obvious, but actually, do you do it? And that's that's the second part to it. Get realistic and know your costs. When you sign up to systems, they soon start adding up. And the more you grow as a business, the more systems you sign up for, you know, whatever it is that you're signing up for, whether it's help or support or coaching, whatever, they all add up. And it's really important to make sure that you know what they are every single month. And know that there is a difference between your revenue and your profit. And I may be preaching to the converted here, so excuse me if I am. But for those that don't know, it's really helpful, I think, to explain that your revenue is the amount that you bring into the company or your business overall, and your profit is minus those costs. So it's revenue minus costs equals your profit. Tip number four, setting a financial goal. So bear with me a minute because I'm a creative and I needed to do prep for maths in advance. However, what we're going to try and do is package your services up so you need to know how many you have to sell in order to reach your target. Let's just say you want to earn $12,000 a year. And obviously, I know you want to earn more than that, but just bear with me. This is just a maths example. You have a service that's $1,200 and you have a package that's $600. So you will need to sell or you could sell 12 of the 1200 No, that's 10 of the 1,200. I told you maths isn't my strong point. You get my gist, okay? I'm trying to work backwards. So with your target, I want you to work backwards and how you can reach your target with the different services and packages that you've got. And normally your one-to-one services, your premium, which is always going to be the more expensive. You may have a course and you may have a digital product in terms of uh, PDF downloads or whatever it is. So they're all at different price points. And you need to package those up in order to reach your financial goal. And that's when you can start to figure out how many of each of those services you need to sell and also which is your best seller. So I hope that's helped. Tip number five, this is an exercise I want you to try actually. And it's finding where it feels good for you. What price feels good for you? So I recommend that you do this for yourself. But I also recommend that you try it with somebody that you know, obviously, and trust. And what I want you to do is say numbers out loud for the service that you're trying to price. And you will instinctively know whether that is not a good fit or it's okay, and you can move up or down a little bit. So, for example, I'm reopening my coaching and mentoring service. I am not going to bat out of the gate with a 10K package. That does not feel good for me. I know that that is too much. So what I encourage you to do is say some numbers out loud, find where it feels good, trust your instinct 
And what I want you to remember is where you start now is not where you're going to be in another six months, eight months, a year, five years, 10 years. Don't get caught up in the future and earning that that six-figure, seven-figure, five-figure months, whatever it is that you want to earn. Focus on the now. Focus on getting the next client, just that one next client or selling that next package. Where you start is not where you're going to end, but start where it feels good. So say a few numbers out loud, find a friend if it helps, but figure out where that good place is for you. Tip number six, mind your own business. Now, I don't mean to be rude. However, I don't want you to get caught up in other people's stories and worry and fret about the how you're going to get clients. That is not your job. Your job here is to price your service. Don't get swept away with the shitty committee and all of those thoughts. And I know it's easier said than done, but you really need to stay in your own lane. And what I want to encourage you to do is actually leave it to the big man, leave it to the universe, whoever you believe in. Don't get attached to the outcome. Don't worry about other people's stories. Don't compare yourself with everybody else. I want you to mind your own business. And I say that with love. It comes from a really good place, but it does not serve you if you start meddling around and getting swept away. That leads us nicely on to tip number seven, which is do your market research and look at what others are charging. Yes, I recommend that you do that. You do need to find out what others are charging in the same industry as you. It gives you a gauge of what people are prepared to pay. However, you can get caught up in this. So what I recommend you do is decide how many other companies, competitors you're going to look at and I would recommend one to five, and set a timer for doing it. You are literally going onto their website, looking at their services, looking at their packages, and seeing what how much they're charging. Get in, get out. You don't need to fall into the comparison trap and go down a downward tunnel of negativity. It will not serve you, as I've said before. And when you've got all those figures together, like for like, work out the average and see if your pricing, where it feels good for you, is way off that, if you're near that, and see what feels good. Can you push it up a bit, knowing that what your competitors are going to charge? And it's down to you and be courageous. I encourage you to really find that courage. Dig deep, know your worth and value yourself. Moving on. Tip number eight. So bearing in mind, I don't know your business at this stage, But you could charge an hourly rate, a project rate. Obviously, packaging your services up is another great way of giving different price points and leading people into the price point that you want. There are ways of doing that. And also, you could do a commission-based. So I'll just tell you a quick story about my events business. My first big conference contract that I won, I was really chuffed that I'd won it. Little old me. And I pulled up. (laughs) pulled it off. Um, It had an exhibition as well. And I took his conference to the next level. But he didn't know me well enough yet. I hadn't really proved my stripes. I think I was in the first 12 months of my business from memory. And I met him in a hot air balloon. That's a whole nother story for another time. But the point is, we didn't know each other that well. And he had a three month lead time on quite a big conference and exhibition. And he wasn't getting anywhere with the intern that he he had in his business. I knew I could help. I knew I could up level his conference and I knew I could bring him more income in with the options that he hadn't considered before. So 
we agreed a fixed fee and we also agreed a commission based on the profit, which incentivized me to obviously drive the sales. So there are lots of different ways you can think about pricing. And so it does depend on how you value your time when you do an hourly rate. And if you're a freelancer or you do more project based work, So the longer the contract, if I was freelancing, which I've done recently, the longer the contract, I would reduce my day rate because actually I know I've got security and an income for however many months. So there are different ways of doing it and you need to play around with it and you need to test your market and your clients and also be open, be flexible, especially if you're starting out. There is no hard and fast rule for pricing, but you do need to be smart about it. You need to go with what feels good. Tip number nine, know your worth and know how much you value your time. And if you can't value your time, look at the salaries you used to get paid and work out how much your ex-employer used to value your time. That will help. You know you can help people. You know you have the skills and experience. You know there's an industry. You have the knowledge. So if that's not working and you're still struggling with your pricing and getting clients, then it comes down to your confidence and your mindset. And those are the two things you need to work on. And what I would say to you is if you're working at home alone, most of the time on your own behind your screen and you are falling into black holes way too often in the day, it will affect your mental and emotional health and it will affect your confidence. And I'm talking from experience. Please don't struggle alone. You do not need to. You can get help and support. You can come and join us in the lounge or you can join any community, but get those like-minded women around you, cheering you on, lifting you up at those moments because there is nothing worse than losing your confidence in business. If you haven't got confidence in your business, nobody else is going to have confidence in your business and you won't get clients. Trust me, I know. (laughs) I've been there and it's rubbish. (laughs) Okay, we're nearly there. Tip number 10, do the work and take the inspired action. And you know what else? Come with me on the abundant bus. Get off that struggle bus. Forget the struggle bus. Leave it behind. It's way more fun on the abundant bus. It's easy. It's light. It's fun. You have a laugh. You're supported. I want you to believe in yourself and be strategic with your business. You need to be smart. You need to get help. You need to get support. You cannot do it alone. Trust me, I've tried. It didn't work. I didn't get clients. I fell down black holes all the time. It affected my confidence and mental health. It is not good for you. You don't have to do it. Make a choice. Don't feel like you have to struggle alone with pricing, with anything, get that community around you, rallying you, supporting you. It may be Creative Women's Mastermind. It may not be, but I want you to find your supportive tribe lifting you up, cheering you on when you need it. That said, if you are interested in working with me, visit creativewomensmastermind.com and join the lounge or I'm offering one-to-one coaching and mentoring now. I've restarted that service, but please do not struggle alone Remember, the aim of this podcast is to help you with your pricing. And I hope that these tips have helped you. I'm going to list them in the show notes because there are a lot here. I'm also going to put the link in for the freelance calculator. It may help you. And I wish you all the luck in the world with pricing your services and packaging them up. And remember, always keep your financial goal at the forefront of your mind keep your dreams in sight, that life you want to live, how you want to run your business. 
keep it there. Don't ever let that light go out because you will get there. Oh, I'm getting all emotional. I'm getting all emotional. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? I know you can do it. And pricing is something that we all get caught up in. But I hope these tips have helped. If you have any questions, please email me. Visit creativewomensmastermind.com. I would love to help you. And look forward to speaking to you next time. Bye.